the weekend I had an out of body experience, which was totally weird. Mm. This is a show that I've done as a singer maybe a hundred times now. Yeah. Same outfits, even the same venue that I'd had. And I was standing there on stage singing like about the second song of the set and I just thought to myself, oh my God, I, I can't be doing this. People have paid $50 a ticket. I, I'm crap. I, I, this is, <laughs> it was like a total case of imposter yeah. syndrome. Oh. And it's, it's not enjoyable when that happens is it? <laughs> for that moment in time. the show where singers talk about uh, our challenges together. I'm Jeff Wartman. Sitting across from me is my co-star and co-host, Ray Emisepiano. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I thought this would be an interesting topic to talk about today because surely I can't be the only one. And if I've if I've had that experience with a show that I'm really familiar with and mm. comfortable with, there's got to be a lot of other singers out there that have had at least a moment like this. Yeah, absolutely. To be honest, it only lasted like maybe a song and a half or something and then I yeah. just got over it. Yeah. But it was a weird moment where I was just like, I was just completely out of my own body, just going like, oh my God, these people are going to find out you're no good. (laughs) (laughs) And you're going to get found out. You're going to get found out. Yeah. Yeah. Look, it's funny, isn't it? Because I've I've had similar, I have similar experiences. Okay. Yeah. So I feel like when I was a bit younger, I I just, I didn't worry about the performance. I used to just go and do it. But I feel like the older I've gotten, the more I overthink everything right mine's always to do with like like lyrics Mm -hmm. you know and I think I'm trying to I'm trying to analyze it I've been trying to analyze this why why has this happened and I think I've always worked in bands always worked in duos and trios and there's always been that comfort of working with other people on stage but a fair few years ago I decided I would take it a step further and I'd go and do some solo stuff and that was an experience in itself from going from working in a band and having that security of all, you know, your mm. oh, band definitely. members. Because those people already know that you're good. You don't oh. have to prove yourself you, to them, you right? Don't have to, yeah, you don't have to prove yourself yeah. to anyone. And, you know, I think there's that thing that if you make a mistake, you're all together, you're all yeah. in it together and you all just got each other's back. But when you're there up by yourself, it's, it's, it's you. So I can remember doing this gig and I was on a stage which was pretty quiet. It was, it was high. And I remember just looking down at the audience and going, shit, this is – what if I what if I stuff up the lyrics? What, what, what am I going to do? Like there was literally no one to come. And I remember just getting like really panicky and really sweaty. <laughs> is this as, – as, as, as I'm singing. Oh, right. So as I'm singing. Yeah, it's yeah. And it was, it was, it was horrible. It was this like intense fear that just, yeah, came upon me and there's nowhere, you know, no way out. The funny thing was like, (laughs) I remember getting off stage and, um, my dad was there and I'm like, oh mate, I said, I can't do this. He goes, what do you mean? Because you've been doing this for years. Yeah. I said, I just felt, got really, really nervous and anxious then. He goes, did you? Like nobody noticed. So in that intense moment of feeling like, oh, I, get, I don't know if I can do this. Like, what, why, what am I doing? You know, um, no one else knew. Which, yeah. yeah, that's weird that it doesn't mm. necessarily you know, translate to anybody else. Yeah. And it's funny because last week we spoke to Rob Mills and you yeah. had talked about your Australian Idol audition, <laughs> yeah. which must have been like one of the most terrifying things. <laughs> it was horrible. And actually after the show, I spoke to Rob and through his contacts at Australian Idol, I actually have obtained a tape of your audition. No. 
And would you like to hear some no. of it back? Yeah, I believe you're now. I believe you're playing guitar, which you weren't. You were a total beginner at, <laughs> and singing a song. Ta- oh no! No, come on, time oh, to face your fears. Yes, Let's have a listen to Ray's Australian Idol audition. <laughs> I mean, it was rough. I'm so happy that wasn't me. <laughs> I thought maybe you'd forgotten and you'd go, oh, maybe that was me. Well, when it started, I thought, surely I'm not that bad. <laughs> no, I, I couldn't find footage of it, unfortunately, or audio. So that's just gone in the annals of time. But oh, okay. I'm sure it was great. You really had me panicking then going, God, because I can't even remember. I, know, I knew it was like an original song, but when it's, that guitar started, man. <laughs> All right, well, let's. Uh, today's topic is performance anxiety slash confidence. confidence yeah. And the reason I put confidence in there is I thought, I mean, we know we're pretty, um, what's the word, neurotic? <laughs> but maybe other people don't necessarily yeah. have that. And I actually yeah. have a friend who compared like a yeah. really high rating TV show on network television. And yeah. the first show that he ever did, yeah. he told me like, didn't feel anything. Yeah. No quickening of the heart no, rate or whatever. No so, nerves, no nothing. Yeah. yeah. Which also means he'd make a good serial killer. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. But yeah, so maybe, I don't know, let's yeah. not assume anything to begin with. Let's just assume that there is anxiety and there is confidence. Yeah. And maybe yeah. there's a whole spectrum in between. I always wonder, like, is it because of maybe like how you were raised, what your family are like? And, um, you know, I look at my family and we, we are warriors, overthinkers, very caring and nurturing people. But those but two things probably... don't sound like they belong together. No, I know. But I think I think when you do care about something, you probably worry about it more. Oh, did you so... say? I thought you said warriors. I oh, no. Like, yeah, you know, <laughs> no. with your sword. Oh, wa- warriors. Warriors. warriors right. A warrior. Yeah. 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 Um, but I know, like, I mean, I know some people that I work with and I look at their family and the way they raise their kids and there's just it's just full of confidence and, and you can see that next generation you know, doing some pretty amazing things in the arts and you go, man, like without any insecurity or Yeah, they just seem to just have this beautiful amount of confidence that they can do it. There's no there's no thought that they can't do it. Yeah. Which is I'd love that. I think that's brilliant. But can I say when I was about thirteen I thought I was gonna play cricket for Australia. Yeah. In the summertime and football for the Richmond Tigers in the wintertime. Yeah. So you can, when you're young. I think so, yeah. I do agree in that. Yeah. <laughs> you can feel like a world beater and it's not always yeah. legitimate. So what happens when you get older? Why Why is it that we, we start to overthink everything and question everything? And Well, let's talk yeah. through it. Yeah. Let's start at the beginning though because mm. one thing about I think both of us is when the challenge is laid out, right? So if yep. somebody comes along with a show or offers you a part or yep. you audition for something, I think both of us instinctively say yes. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I don't think at that point there's any anxiety and there's also like a... It's excitement. It's excitement, yeah. yeah. And I think also you have that knowledge that, well, you have to do it. If yeah. it's an opportunity, you yeah. you kind of have to take it because you know it's good for you, right? Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I don't know about you, but at that point I'm like, I'm not anxious. I'm like, okay, beauty, woohoo. Yeah. Yeah, no, I feel exactly the same. I, uh, I, I have a habit of overcommitting myself and saying yes to everything. Yeah. And then, I think that's a good policy. Yeah. But uh, I, th- I think the thing, the challenge that I have now sometimes is just with having family. I've got three kids. So trying to do that and trying to do all the other things I've committed myself to. <laughs> and quite often I go, what have I done? Why did I say yes to this? <laughs> so I, I think I want to be in a David Bowie. Too. I don't even <laughs> like David Bowie. 
that can happen. But then, so what is the next step then mm. when the anxiety starts to creep in? And I think there's two groups of people after that yeah. that are standing in your way. Mm-hmm. One is the group of musicians usually or yeah. fellow performers that you have to rehearse with. Yeah. That can be, that can give you anxiety, right? Oh, no, I don't know. I, I, I really, I feel as musicians or just as people, I don't know, I think I always grew up with that thing that we're all the same. It doesn't matter who you are, where you come from, we're all the same. Mm-hmm. So it, there's never, it's never really been about whether I feel good enough to be in their presence. Yeah. But I think my, when I do have a bit of anxiety, it's just, it's it's got to do with me. It hasn't got to do with anyone else. It's, Yeah. All right, so where does the anxiety creep in for you then? Because um, I was going to say the other group of people is obviously hmm. the audience. Yes. Yeah. Is it starting to get to that stage where you're like, I've got to go on stage and do this and that's terrifying? Yeah. And again, it's not, I mean, like I love I love the audience. I love I love connecting and with the an audience. And the audience love, love you. Me. <laughs> <laughs> it's, no, it's not even that. I just feel like I've got this fear of every so often like making a mistake and like I said like it doesn't happen every every gig or anything I can go months and months without ever having this feeling mm-hmm. but every so often it just creeps in and you go and it leaves me pondering like why why do why did I feel like that for like what you said it could just even just be a song or even just a moment in a song where I'll just get this oh, <gasps> absolutely you know? you remember that song the flame it's like an 80s uh, power ballad and mm. it's like um how does it go Another night slowly closes in. You're not going to make me sing that song. <laughs> yeah, go on. But at the end of the song, it has this massive hero and it goes, I will be the fly. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it really, it was just that note, which yeah. uh, kind of terrified me. Yeah. And um, I could sing other songs well or get to that first half of that song through, but there's yeah. something spooked me about that note, you know, because I was anxious about hitting it. And yes, if you, yeah. if you miss a big hero note like that badly, oh, yeah. that's not a good feeling. <laughs> So one thing that I don't know if you've ever tried this, but um, a visualization thing of mm-hmm. this sounds very wanky, but like if you sing the note in your head a few times before you actually get to it, yeah, almost like you're rehearsing it without making any sound. Mm-hmm. And even if there's like a guitar solo or something before the note, I can do the pass a few times in my head. Yeah, right, yeah. Here we go. Ah, ah, even though I'm not singing, I'm like imagining it. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. And then it, somehow it's, it's easy when it comes. Yeah, absolutely. If I've done it, I found. Have you ever tried that? Um, I have, yeah. And I think that's um, I, I can remember like even with like Michael Jordan. I think he even said that. Like even when he sang the flame. No, not when he sang the flame. <laughs> but I reckon. I think I heard a thing, and I'm, maybe I'm maybe I'm getting this wrong. But there was a basketballer, and I'm pretty sure it is Michael Jordan, that um, he used to visualize himself playing even when he wasn't playing. Yeah. You know, and it's it's definitely. I think if you put yourself in that moment, or like what you said, you're trying to hit a particular note or whatever. The more you practice it, even if it's not allowed, but you're just doing that visualization. Yeah. It absolutely helps. Yeah. So you mentioned before about song lyrics. Yes. Is that your Achilles heel when yeah. it comes to, that gives you the most anxiety? Uh-huh. Yeah. And I will, yeah. I have to go out to bet for you here and say the idea of forgetting song lyrics mm-hmm. and it, depending on the song as well is very terrifying. Yeah. It's okay if it's a loud rock song or you're doing like Superstition or something by yeah, Stevie yeah. Wonder and you can just get out there, you can make a few up and no one's going to notice. Yeah. But there are certain songs that you're really exposed. Oh, absolutely. And yeah. Can you imagine standing on stage and just being like... Yeah, yeah, and I, I think forgot. I think that's the biggest fear, and that it's it's actually never happened to me. I haven't I haven't experienced ever getting on stage and blanking and blank and and blanking 
completely or I mean I have forgotten a word here and there and that kind of thing I think most people have but again it's like what you said you, you're able to cut to cover it but yeah I, I, I haven't I haven't actually had that experience where I've completely forgotten something so where that fear comes from I don't know and, and that's why I think I, I'm putting it down to doing this solo thing when I'm like you know man I just felt r- really exposed yeah, and, you are. and I've never quite gotten over it <laughs> Yeah. All right, let's move on to the actual feeling of the anxiety, right? Mm -hmm. Have you ever heard of a place called the Spiegel Tent? I have. I haven't been there, but have you had a Schnitzel Spiegel Tent? (laughs) I've had a schooner. (laughs) I think it's a beer stein. (laughs) I think I went to this pub once and ordered and ordered a schooner. Say it. A schooner. A schooner. Well, I said a schooner. <laughs> All right. Okay. <laughs> I was just trying to be real German. It was German, yeah. <laughs> and what'd you get? Yeah. Well, <laughs> I think, I think the people just, just the barman just looked at me like strangely. Anyway. That's one of the mm. most anxious times I've been, probably because yeah. I was starting out. I was in an originals band, but mm-hmm. I, I hadn't sung that much at that point either. Yeah. And it, we got a gig at the Spiegel Tent too. I don't know how, but for me, it was like a big jump in like, yeah. I mean, we'd been doing venues where there was... <laughs> More people on stage than in the yeah. audience. And all of a sudden, I'm at this like fancy big Spiegel tent yeah. thing at the art center. And that day, I think the anxiety did get me a bit. And the feeling for me was like I got a real tightening of my throat and everything yeah. Everything felt tight in there. And I had a mic stand with a mic on it. And yeah. I, I had both hands on the stand and I was gripping it like, yeah. remember that movie Cliffhanger with Sly Stallone? <laughs> I was gripping that mic stand so tight. Oh. What's the physical sensation for you when for you me. get that anxiety? I, I almost get like a wave. It's like a, it's like this wave through my body, and um, but not in the good way. Not in a good way. No, <laughs> <laughs> not in a good way. Okay. And yeah, my my hands get sweaty, and it's the same thing. Holding a mic, and I'm like, oh my god, it's gonna slip out of my hands because I'm feeling so so sweaty. But um. But it's funny though, like it's, I think I've, you get to that point where you have to know or figure out what it is you can do for yourself to settle, okay. settle your mind at that moment. All right. So I find for me, um, you know, it's that. You think about the audience <laughs> naked? <laughs> no, That's I've never, yeah, I've never done. I have actually tried. No, I've tried <laughs> to do that, but it hasn't, that doesn't do anything for me. Okay. So it's that, that motherly thing of like hearing my mum's voice that says, you're okay. You're oh. all right. You're okay. You know that kind of thing, and um, that's so nice. It is nice. Yeah. So you just have to you have to mother yourself sometimes. I think. Um, yeah. Oh, that's a beautiful. And moment. deep breathing. You know, like you find that moment in a song where you just, all right, take a breath now, and it's that, and yeah, the slow release of the breath, and it's amazing how much that actually does calm you down. I feel so much better. You feel better? Yeah. Yeah. Let's take a break. <laughs> Hey, this is Rob Mills. You're listening to the Stella Singers podcast with Ray and Gemma. Uh, actually, it's Jeff and Ray Emma. Sorry, uh, with Jeff and Ray Emma. You can cut that out, right? So Thanks, mate. Work with. <laughs> Our guest today is one of the most honest, soulful, pure-hearted, powerful singers I've ever heard. Her name's Lisa Mio. She's worked alongside some of the country's biggest acts, including Vanessa Ramorossi, Brian Cadd, uh, the Rogue Traders. Kate Serrano. Oh, she's all right. Settle down. <laughs> <laughs> you 
You've done a lot, haven't you, Lisa? More recently, she's doing a lot more solo work. Yeah. Also, as part You're not of the, the right person, the Mio Trio, <laughs> and there are a lot of Mio freaks, especially she's yeah. not on social media very much. But no, there no. are Mio freaks that follow her around. Lisa Mio, welcome to the Stella Singers. Oh, thanks for having me. I love what you guys are doing. One of the the first time I met you, we were doing a gig together, which was the songs from the Big Chill. Yes. And what really struck me uh, is how relaxed you were on opening night. Yes. Now there was no script for this show. Mm-hmm. It was sort of based on the movie, but we didn't know whether we should talk about the movie or assume people hadn't seen it or hadn't seen it. That's true. And you turned up night one and I was like, what are we going to talk about? And you were like, ah, it'll be fun. Yeah, it's amazing what prescription drugs can do. <laughs> it's awesome. Um, no, I was feeling I was feeling it. I, I okay. did not know what, what was going to happen, to be honest. I hadn't sung with you. We'd done a like, couple of rehearsals. There was actually... A couple of the guys I hadn't played with before, but I knew Rog and, and I knew Johnny uh, Grant and I, I thought, well, I mean, we're at a good start here. So, so that helps for you? Yeah, of course. Um, those guys. Well, those guys have been around for so long and, you know, I've, I've worked with them before and I've seen what they do and they, they, they kind of make you feel calm. You're in because, good hands. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. Exactly yeah. right. So you kind of feel like going in there, okay. It's it's all good. <laughs> You're gonna be okay. <laughs> like, no, I'm the baby, and they're just sort of doing the rocking, and I'm sort of going like this and the, um, rocking back and forth. Um, no, but you do. You feel you feel like you're in good hands, and um, so I figured anyone else who was on board, I felt good about that too. But the uh, talking to the audience part, you were t- you said you said to me like uh, you're gonna have to stop me talking because once I get going, whoo, I'm I know, away. I know, I and get you were told great. Off. You were great at it. You made well, so everyone you. feel comfortable so straight you. away, which I think is important because if straight away everyone's That's like, ah, we can just have a bit yeah. of fun. Yeah, you know what? You know, Bachelor Girl had it right. You got to give the audience permission to shine. Yeah, you know, got to give them permission because yeah. they they are part of what we're doing. They're not just. Nobody's out there. They're they're part of the performance, I think. So I like, I, like I love that. that. Yeah. I love that they're. In, I want them to know that they're part of this. What they've come out for the night. They yeah. want to have a good time. I don't want them to feel like they're flies on the wall. I want them to be amongst it. So. And how do you do that? Because by by, by the way, we did a yeah. second show, and by the second show, she was actually in the audience with yeah. what was essentially a conga line. Yeah. <laughs> so talk about winning the crowd over. That was amazing so for me to oh. witness. But you know, it, for me, I guess I just. I I think about when I'm moved by things or mm-hmm. I enjoy hearing things and I I love to be part of it too and yeah. I feel like it just is a natural thing for me to uh, you know I don't really think about it I'm just yeah. all of a sudden I'm I'm out there <laughs> and I'm looking back going how did I get here um but yeah I I I love making the audience part of it all yeah. I want them to leave knowing I, I had a good I had such a good night. Yeah. And and it wasn't them just sitting there listening. I it, It's everything. It's listening to everyone. Because it's true. Because without them, we can't do what we do. Exactly. And so yeah. I think that's, I, I don't know, I'm... I, I'm, everything I'm you're board, saying, yeah. yeah, I'm on board with everything that you're saying because without them, we can't, we can't do what we do. No. And it, it, they are. You feed off their energy too. I so agree. if you give that energy, you get it back. Yes. Yeah. And, and also, like, y- you can have some nights when you go out there and there's no, you're getting nothing. Yeah. And, and I'm like... <laughs> that's, an, that's another that's show. That's another show. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just like, but I, I, I don't want them to just be sitting there looking like, Give me, give me, give me something. I yeah. need. I want them to actually just in, be involuntary with it all and sort yeah. of go, "Hey, I'm just going to give it. I'm doing it." And by the time you finish, you kind of go, "Well, it worked because yeah. I didn't let that phase me too much." Yeah. 
and that's hard, but um, I kind of can't let it get to me. Yeah. Because a lot of people will kind of sit there and not mean it, but arms are folded. Yeah. Like, what are you going to do for oh, me? Yeah, I sit up yeah. in your chair at least a bit. I'm trying yeah. to get excited here and you're looking like this on the couch at home. Yeah, I hate that. Yeah, will you put those corn chips away, Jeff? Seriously. Um, <laughs> but no, it's, I don't know. I, I, so listening to you guys just just now, I've all I, everything you've said, It's it, there's so many parts of it where you can just go into that anxiety and you have to, it's almost like quick figure out a way that you can yeah. get yourself out of it. Yeah. So um, you've you've experienced that as well at at, at times. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. My anx- I've I've realised the anxiety that I have. I I call it um like a nervous energy. Yeah. So my body is I can't keep it still, and yeah. I'm just I've got to keep moving. But it, for me, get me out on the stage because I'm feel like feeling like I'm going to explode if I don't let <laughs> yes. it out. Yeah, yeah. So I need to get out there. Yeah. That, that for me, I don't tend to think too much about. Um, oh, what if I forget my words? By that stage, it's like if if I if I don't know it now, there's not much more I can do about so it. Yeah. You can kind of channel it then, like uh, that nervous energy. You're just channeling. Well, that I'm hoping. Yeah, after wow, all this time, yeah. I mean, it wasn't always like that at, at first. Like I remember, I had this gig where I had to sing in a few different languages uh-huh. and I was just crapping myself because <laughs> the audience. Oh, I was. Oh, here we go. So it was Spanish, Italian, French. Um, wow. It was Portuguese wow. as well, and that is—I mean, it's a fun language, but <laughs> holy hell, China—it's—it's it's really hard. Yeah. Um, and so I'll I just wipe up the dishes. Yeah, sorry about that. I just get clean up on all three. Um, yeah, but I knew people in the audience because I was—it was like it was a Hayman Island thing, yeah. you know, where you're out in the island, and all people from everywhere come. Okay. And it's so funny because one guy came up and said. Can you do um, Girl from Ipanema? And I'm like, oh, here we go. <laughs> I've never had that one requested before. Yeah, I know. Even an elevator? Yeah. <laughs> and no, but he said, because my wife's from Ipanema. Oh. And I, wow. I'd never heard, I, yeah. I'd never heard been the, that before. She might have been, been the girl. She, yeah. She could have been. Well, probably the old lady now. Well, <laughs> this is the thing. I'm thinking she's going to know if I stuff this up because yeah. I was singing it in, in a different language. And I, I just thought, if I don't just go for it. Full hard. This yeah. is just going to be not yeah. good. The girl from Ipanema will take the first helicopter back <laughs> to the valley pad. But, yeah, it, it's um, – I try not to let it overwhelm me too much and try to move on and think about the enjoyment side of it for everyone. Yeah. And hopefully, fingers crossed, that works. Yeah. So do you think that might be the antidote, like thinking about good performances you've done or not dwelling on the bad bits? Like, yeah. Uh, like, oh, I've done this before. I can do it. I can – Pumping myself up. You know that yeah. visualising thing yeah, you were talking yeah. about? Yeah, I I, I am a believer to of that to yeah. some extent. Like I kind of believe I, – I remember hearing something similar about the basketball thing and I also yeah. heard something similar about surgeons who need to pump themselves up before a major – Surgery, oh, like Imagine here brain next surgery. <laughs> Come on, you yeah. can do this. Don't stop it up. Yeah. Remember what happened last time. Um, all that kind of stuff. I believe I can make this incision. <laughs> no, it's good. Don't forget to wash your hands. You know. Yeah. No, but the, like the real technical kind of dudes yeah. that are right in there with the brain surgery and everything, and they there's this thing called the. I think it's called the superhero stance where they stand with the hands on the – and they puff the chest out and they stand like like that for like five minutes or something and just fully in that position to make them feel like 
you know, literally they're a kind of a superhero about yeah, to yeah. go and do something amazing. And, you know, I, I think there's something to be said for those little things you can do for yourself. Yeah, absolutely. That make you feel or pump pump yourself, pump yourself up. up. Yeah. yeah. Have you got one? Have I got one? <laughs> yes, I'm fucked up. <laughs> oh, she's standing up and she's thrust her. <laughs> I, I think for me, I, I try to like chat. I'm a bit of a chatter. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I... I would rather have a chat with people, especially people that I know that I can like. I was having fun with you that hmm. that yeah. night, only having met you a couple of times before, and our first perf- proper performance. So yeah. I thought, well, I'm I I don't I feel bad when people feel uncomfortable, and I feel yeah. like it's my job. I don't know why because I never signed up for it, but I want to <laughs> make them feel comfortable. Yeah. I want them to feel. Um, that they're on this fun ride with us. So yeah, yeah. I thought if I have this chat with Jeff, he'll make me kind of feel the same way because you, were, you, you weren't showing nervousness. You were showing what I was feeling, I guess, which was, well, we've just got to give them a show because <laughs> their tickets are sold. There's yeah, 400 right. people out there. Yeah. We've just yeah. got to do it. Yeah. Um, well, I've yeah. got a little one um, which is not going to work very well because this is not <laughs> video, but um, it's like a little Freddie Mercury type Ooh. punch that I do. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Is, it's... I'll, do it for you go guys. On, in yeah, here, go but, on. Uh, it's like a little. Oh, pull. Oh, right. No, that's all right. <laughs> it's like a little punch of the air. Uh, yeah. yeah. But with a little theatrical sort of wind up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I love it. Yeah. Good. Sometimes I do that backstage. Just yeah. To that's that. great. Just, just once this. or multiple times. Yeah. Well, it depends on the gig. Yeah. Sometimes if I'm performing with you, I'll do five or six. <laughs> <laughs> Visualizing my face. <laughs> Have you got one of those? Maybe you need one of yeah. those. Well, do you know what I I have been doing, and yeah. oh, <laughs> you're going to make fun of me. Now. No, because so so like, yeah. If I do if I do a certain gig, and obviously there's music playing, and I love movement. I yes. just I feel like the more I move around, the more energy, the more maybe endorphins uh, are released. I'm not running, you know, not running laps or anything. No, you do a lot of step touch, a lot of step touch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I do. I find well, that. So you do that backstage. Healthy. Yeah, okay. backstage, yeah. front of house, wherever. Oh, what you were doing? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so I'm having a visual of Elaine from Seinfeld. I know, <laughs> that's so good. There's no footage. There's no, no, no footage. footage. Speaking of which, um, does social media give you anxiety? Because Ray and I were trying to look up mm. a few things about you, and there's not a lot of stuff on there. Yeah, you're right. It does. It does. It always has. I don't know why. I think it's because <laughs> I I'm not very good at. Um, networking for myself I mm-hmm. like to turn up do the gig and then go home uh, I'm not one for kind of sticking around and shaking hands and doing all that kind of yeah. stuff so yeah. I I feel like when social networking came in I just ran in the opposite <laughs> direction yeah. and um, I believe you only joined Facebook in the I, pandemic I did oh well actually how did you avoid just it? before it started <laughs> Well, how did I avoid it? So many things like birthday parties and stuff you must have missed. Oh, my God. You know what? Every time I'd go to a gig or a rehearsal and someone would say, so um, are you on Facebook? And I'd just, I'd say no and I'd hear this. (gasps) (laughs) (laughs) Every single, men, women, children, animals even. Um, Yeah. No, I just, I just felt like uh, I, I couldn't, yeah, I couldn't do it. I felt like if I tried to show myself or put myself out there like it's that, boasting or i don't know yeah maybe and yeah. and i i certainly like I'm, i made my mind up a really long time ago that i i want to do this because i enjoy it yeah. and i want other people to enjoy it so i've never had 
stardom or anything yeah. like that in mind. So, and I, I'm not saying anyone that does it shouldn't no, do it because no. I see people do it brilliantly. Yeah, I see people that do it so well, and it comes naturally to them too. Yes, and I go, yeah. awesome, and I applaud them. I just don't. If I don't feel natural doing it, I just don't do yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> see, I feel exactly the same. Yeah, I very rarely post anything, and it's quite shameful. I've got an Instagram account with hardly any. I don't even posts have that. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's almost better not to have one because I have one, and if people go on it, it just looks terrible. <laughs> oh my god, raise that! How did you die in 2019? This has been no posts. Yeah, I, I'm not. No, it's not my thing. At one band that I was in, I didn't even want to have my name with it. I just yeah. wanted us to have our band name. Yeah. And they said, look, because you are – so this was the Linda Ronstadt thing that I was talking about um, with you of, that I do. They're saying, look, you're doing Linda Ronstadt. You need to yeah. let your name be out there. Yeah. And I'm like, no, no, we're, we're, we're called this. The band, uh, The band's important. If I don't have the band, then I'm – so that – because you're a team do. player, though. I yeah. think I think that's what I, I get. Yeah, I like people do to know be, you. Yeah. Not just the musicians in the industry, but there are people now following that. Yeah. Will come and see a show because you're in it. Yeah. Yeah, and that's nice. And I I didn't realize I was fighting against that, and I didn't know, and I and I sort of felt I stuffed up there, and I mm-hmm. sort of thought oh, I should have gotten onto this earlier, but maybe that anxiety, you know, cleared away from the stage, but it it was something else that yeah. I took on and I realised I need to be a grown up <laughs> and yeah. look at and it. And hire someone to do it for yeah, you. Yeah, hire someone to do it. <laughs> exactly. Thank you, Jeff. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, because I am not a grown up, I, I refuse to be one. I, I don't want to. Come on, you don't. No, you never I grow don't up. want to. And um, I just, yeah, I won't do it. Yeah. <laughs> well, can I just say, I I, I went on to, to YouTube and, and I found your rendition of Desperado. Oh, yes. And I have to say, it's not, it doesn't happen very often to me but it happened to me and I was listening to you do that and it was one of those moments you know when you get you get goosebumps and you go that was beautiful it was so heartfelt and uh, it actually actually made me feel a bit emotional it was so beautiful thank you so it was so nice that you posted that well or was that Sue (laughs) (laughs) no no, Sue had words with me and um, well I think I that for me it's because it's personal to me as well yeah. so I actually have someone in mind when I sing that song yeah. and I actually get emotional when I'm doing it sometimes on yeah. stage because I think about some of those words and yeah. they they're hitting me really hard but yeah. I um I think because I push myself to do things sometimes that I know aren't comfortable yeah. and that I specifically said to myself I'm going to clear the band off the stage and just yeah. have the pianist for this one wow. yeah. and my voice and that was a challenge for me yeah um I thought I need to keep challenging myself because yeah. I love doing what I do but if I stop challenging myself yeah I'm afraid I'm, I won't end up loving yeah. it anymore so yeah. that was one thing I said I, I'll challenge myself to just keep it the two of us yeah and um I do get a lot of lovely comments about that because people come up and say Right, who were you thinking of? And it, you yeah. know, and it's like, Look, yeah, there it's was scary. a vulnerability in it. Yeah, you know, and it's um, yeah. It, Thank it you. Really Thanks. beautiful. And also, like a bit of anxiety is good sometimes. You don't yeah. want to have it oh, done sure. so many times that it doesn't mean anything anymore. Mm. I agree. A little bit totally. okay. It's yeah. a bit of tension there. Yes, it's something that's always reminding you that 
there's there's something real happening mm. right in that moment. Mm. Um, yeah, but yeah, like, I think challenging yourself is one part for me how I get over anxiety as well because if I stay doing something too many times for too long, I I tend to possibly that exactly what you said I lose that edge mm. and I'd never want to do that because I believe that that's why the audience comes along is to see you being human yeah I, like I heard you talking about that I think that's so important yeah um I, I saw you know years ago I saw Katie Lang performing live and she, she's brilliant oh amazing mm. and she puts herself out there yeah. too and she went – you were talking about going for those notes. Mm. But she went for a huge note and um, and it didn't land and she actually threw herself backwards and just like <laughs> on the stage, arms and legs out. Yeah. And everyone just applauded. Yeah. And then she, she was down for like a few, quite a few seconds <laughs> and we're all like clapping and because we knew what had happened. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then she got up and she said, oh, look, I've – I was playing golf all day today and I just didn't have it. And we just, you know what? She she owned it. She yeah. owned it, yeah. which okay. I love. Yeah. Well, that's another strategy. Yeah. We've got a few strategies to yes. do with these yeah, over yeah. here. Throw yourself on the ground and have a Yes, yeah. throw yourself on the ground. <laughs> Lisa, we always ask our guests about uh, a stellar night that they've had as a singer. Yeah. And I don't know, maybe that was yours that we already discussed, was it? Or is there another particular Ooh. performance you've done that stands out in your mind? Um. Look... I would have to say this is quite a while ago and I was pretty green as a singer. I um, There was a, a show that came out, was called the British Rock Symphony mm-hmm. and very quickly a whole bunch of musicians were thrown together and some from the States came over. Yeah. And it was basically uh, the British invasion groups put to an orchestra. It was quite, it was quite oh. a cool show mm. and it had been done in the States and um, – Thelma Houston was one of the singers wow. that was coming yeah. out. And I had had been listening to her stuff previously, years before that, and one of her albums, Pressure Cooker, and I was, oh, my God, I can't believe I'm going to be on the same stage as this woman. Yeah. And like I said, green, so green, gardening gloves were on. Um, <laughs> and she was singing a, a, a certain part in the show and she sort of said to the musical director, I, I actually, I need to, it's too too long I need to by the time I get off and get ready to come back on for the next song I can't really fit it in and I want to be able to and so they pointed at me and said can you do it and I went yes (laughs) 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 Um, and I had to learn that you know very quickly and 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 it wasn't a huge it wasn't a huge thing but it was but it was huge but it was to me because I just thought um this is something that she had and I don't want to take it Mm. and just go oh well Whatever happens, I really wanted to make sure that I did my job, and I, I, I did do it, and I did it for the rest of the the season. And I just remember saying to myself, "You've you've just got to say yes. Yeah, Keep yeah. saying yes, yeah. even if it scares the hell out of you, because it's how how you learn. Yeah, and it, whether it's good or bad. Yeah. So yeah. um, yeah. And then I've heard the story at the end. Um, she went up to Thelma Houston, and <laughs> Thelma said something really beautiful to her. She said, "Get out of my way." <laughs> I just pushed it to the side. <laughs> Can I give you guys a bit of a plug? Yeah, because please. on the twenty seventh of November, you guys are going to be playing together. Yes, Lisa and Jeff. You guys are going to be playing uh, the Big Chill Show. 
So at the Athenaeum, at in the, the city. Athenaeum, yeah, yeah, in the city. And so along with you in the band, you got Roger McLaughlin on bass, John Grant on keys, Eric Chess on drums, and Johnny Canada on guitar. Yeah. So it's band. an epic band. Yes. And great songs two, too. Yeah, Such two epic songs. singers. Yeah, what Smokey Robinson, Marvin Gaye, The Excited, yes. Temptations, oh, Aretha, yeah, Aretha, Tops, yeah. yeah, it's all happening. An amazing night. So. You have to go out and um, get some tickets for the 27th of November at, for the Athenaeum Theatre to see the Big Chill Show. Yeah, it'll oh. be, it should be fun. I don't know. It's not a night thing, is it? Or is That's it? A it's matinee, sort of a like matinee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, come along and come and dance in the aisles with yeah. us. <laughs> oh, it's going to be great. See you there, Lisa. Thanks for coming oh, in. Thank you thank so you much, so guys, much. for having me. Yeah, so awesome lovely job. to meet you. Thank you. trying to think about the solution here to mm. you know anxiety which is often unavoidable yeah but lisa touched on something there i thought was interesting yeah, about yeah. having people in the band and i think that's kind of a key and and actually you've been like that for me a lot of times you know somebody that just believes in you and yeah pumps your ties up and you don't have to prove yourself to that person at least so yeah. there's an audience you still have to win over but mm-hmm. in the meantime you've got some people on your team already yeah exactly. that you don't have to yeah, and that, I think that helps. Yeah, absolutely, and and I think I think even um, what Lisa was sort of saying, it's it's um, it's connecting with the audience and making them part of the show, and and also talking to yourself to to make that realization that we are all the same, we're all in this together, and the other thing I've sort of been doing is is that connecting, trying to pretend like we're at a family party together with people that you know and love, and they love you. Um, so yeah. that's really nice. And the other thing that you've always said to me is, you know, you know when you're hanging out with family, there's sort of like a certain amount of dagginess, yeah. some daggy dancing, some yeah. bad jokes. Mm-hmm. I think that's all, especially at a gig, that's all, you can add that and then everybody yeah. feels like they're at a family function, right? Yeah, absolutely. And I think it puts everyone I, I know I just ease. stole your idea, but it's a good one. <laughs> I, love okay. that. I love that idea. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> all right. This has been the Stella Singers Podcast. We'll see you next time. This is Jeff Wartman and... Rayma. Bye. <laughs> you didn't do your surname. Oh, no. Sapiano. Oh, God. Sapiano. I thought you might be under witness protection or something. <laughs>